0: God's people with your host Dennis Beard. Christ, the foundation of the church, is not the foundation to be laid, but is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, when we talk about Christ and breaking down who Christ is and what office or function of the Spirit is Christ, Christ is all. He's every office, every function of the Spirit of God, be it the Lord Jehovah God Almighty, Christ. He is the blessed and only potentate, the almighty, the omniscient, all-knowing, omnipresent spirit, that's Christ. We know that, that he is that spirit, but it's also the spirit revealed. That reveal of revelation is Christ also, the same spirit revealed in a body of flesh and blood. That's the reason it's said when Jesus quoted David in Psalm 110 verse 1. He said, The Lord said unto my Lord, Set down my right hand and make thine enemies thy footstool. Jesus quoted Psalm 110, verse 1. The Lord, capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D, that invisible spirit, which is Christ. We know that in 1 Peter 1, verse 10 and 11. All the Old Testament prophets searched diligently into the grace that should come to us, searching water, what manner of time, the spirit of Christ that was in them. Christ is that spirit, always has been and always will be the anointing, the Spirit of God. But he's not only the anointing. He's not only that Spirit. He is the anointed, the man that is anointed, which is Christ, the Spirit, revealed in a body of flesh and blood. That's the mystery. That's the mystery of God and of the Father and of Christ, which has been hid from the ages and now revealed, Paul said, To his holy apostles and prophets in Ephesians 3. What is that? Well, that Christ is all and in all. What's in us all? Well, Christ in you, the hope of glory. That's a mystery of godliness. Well, what is that Christ? Well, there's one body, one spirit, one Lord. Now, as we look at that one spirit, one body, one spirit of Ephesians 4, there's only one spirit. Now, there's many different functions of that spirit. There's the Father. That's the administrative office of that spirit. There's the Word. That's the expression office of the same spirit. There's the Holy Ghost. That's the power office of that same spirit. There's the Son of God. That's redemption office of that same spirit. Not another person. Son of Man. That's the kingdom office of the same spirit. It's not a different person or a different identity in some kind of a hypostatic union. They're co-equal of one substance. It's not so. So that's what's being revealed all over the world right now. In Africa, we have over a thousand ministers. that's come out of the Trinity, three persons in one God somehow in this mysterious revelation that was given to us in these ecumenical councils and synods uh, centuries and centuries ago, 325 A.D., We have the Council of Nicaea, the Nicene Creed, of which the denominal churches today are predicated and built upon that revelation that God is three persons, one God, three persons in some kind of a hypostatic union, co-equal, co-substance. But how can that be? Because that which is spirit is spirit, that which is flesh is flesh. And then we are told it's too much of a mystery, you can't understand it. When the Lord wanted us to know, save through the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, I can be saved if we don't know him. Have the knowledge of him and being able to s- explain who he is and have fellowship with that spirit. Well, we see in Colossians 3, take a look at it, verse 11. And it says, where that's put on the new man, that new man is created after Christ Jesus, verse 10. And that put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge. There's the knowledge, knowing him. After the image of him that created him. The image of him that created him. Him that created him. That's exactly what Jesus said. He that believeth on me, believeth not on me, but on him that sent me. Jesus stated that in John 14. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me and my Father has so many mansions. We're not so would have told you. I got to prepare a place for you that where I am, there you may be also. Whether I go, you know in the way, you know. Thomas Thomas said to him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest. How can we know the way? Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh through the Father than by me. From henceforth, you both know him and have seen him. Now, how could you see that spirit? except the spirit manifested. And he did that in the days of his flesh, God's own flesh, and that's God's own blood, as uh, we see in Acts twenty twenty-eight. Take heed to yourselves and over all the flock, over the which the Holy Ghost has made you overseers, to feed the church of God, which he hath purchased with his own blood. Holy Ghost blood, God's own blood. And they go, wait a minute. No, that's a separate person. No, it's the same. That is the revelation of Jesus, that he is that spirit that was manifest in the days of his flesh and went back to his former glory as spirit. And you'll see that Paul warns us in the very next verse, Acts 20, 28. He says, take heed to yourselves and over all the flock over which the Holy Ghost has made you overseers that's God has made you overseers. That's the father of glory that has sent us to feed the church of God, which he hath purchased with his own blood. That's God's own blood. That's the Holy Ghost's blood. Then he warns us, the very next verse, immediately after my departure, grievous wolves shall come in not sparing the flock. What will they do? They'll bring in perverse things, even among you, among the true church. That's what Jude stated also. There in the epistle of Jude, Jude said that we are to earnestly contend for the faith that was once delivered to the saints, which we've turned away from, that one God, Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, manifest in a body of flesh and blood as the Son of God, which is the Father revealed. Not another person. And it says there that these were ungodly men that were foreordained to condemnation, turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness, a natural affection, denying the only Lord God. That's what they do. They say there's a trinity. There's not one, there's three. And by doing that, uh, the devil has literally uh, persuaded many that that's the true doctrine of Christ. But that's not the Christ that the Bible preaches and teaches and shows to be that Jesus is that Christ, is that God that made himself a body of flesh and blood as Christ revealed. We see that in First Peter 1, verse 10 and 11. All we have to do is read it. And it says these Old Testament prophets, all of them, Searched diligently into the grace that should come unto us, searching what or what manner of time the spirit of Christ that was in them, That's a spirit. God is a spirit. Those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. There, what is that spirit? Well, the spirit is Christ. Christ is that spirit. Well, then, when it signified beforehand and testified of the sufferings of Christ. Now, wait a minute. How is the spirit going to be able to suffer? Well, it's very simple. Christ, the Spirit, is going to form himself a body of flesh and blood as a man, Christ, not only the anointing, but the anointed also, one and the same, and offer himself on the cross. That is the mystery of God and the Father and of Christ, in whom are hid all treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Everything that you see in wisdom and knowledge is in that. There have many Pentecostals that have in the oneness denominations called the wheel, the prophecy wheel. And it will show that I am that I am as Jesus that I am, and that's all fine and good. And there's some wonderful revelation there. He is a wonderful counsel of the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. And that is, that the, unto us a child is born, a son is given in Isaiah 9, 5 and Isaiah 9, 6. But the need... The very need, foundational principles of the church that is most needful in every beginning of one's walk in God is to have the doctrine of Christ not only explained but believed, understood, and established in that doctrine because the devil comes in the last days as an anti-Christ something in lieu of Christ, a very strong delusion, as a matter of fact, a very strong delusion that God himself will sin because they had pleasure in unrighteousness. They did not believe the truth. They had pleasure in unrighteousness, and for this reason, God sent himself sent strong delusion uh, that they all might be damned, who received not the love of the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness, that Jesus the Christ is not that Father of glory, but another person and that's what has been uh, preached promulgated for years and years uh, centuries on end and now the lord through judgments in the earth is revealing the true god and eternal life jesus christ the only true god which is that spirit the man christ jesus has been made a quickening spirit you'll see that in first corinthians fifteen forty-five. the question there will be asked how then, if Jesus is the Father, does he pray to the Father? And that's where the revelation of Christ comes in that Christ is that Spirit. But he had to have a man of a kinsman redeemer to redeem us that were under the law. And he looked for a man. He was amazed he could find none. God looked for a man. All were conceived of sins, shaped in iniquity, none good, no not one. So therefore, God, the father of glory, the word, the Holy Ghost, God himself, that self-existent eternal God, literally made himself of no reputation, made a self-imposed limitation upon himself, not to work his spirit. It's called the kenosis, Philippians 2.6. Laid aside his glory and it become latent. It become laid back. A self-imposed limitation upon himself so he wouldn't work his spirit. So he took upon him the form of a servant. Now, we know plainly that in Isaiah forty three ten, that servant is the Lord Jehovah, God Almighty himself. You can read it. Isaiah 43, 10 through 15 explicitly details that Jesus is the Christ, the only true God, one person of God, not another. And that's what many ministers and believers, believers all over the world are receiving now and coming out of Paul's doctrine. That's the reason the last book in the word of God is called the revelation of Jesus Christ, because it reveals that Jesus is the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, which is, was, and is to come, the almighty God, that spirit. That man is God in the days of his flesh and his humiliation. He was a man making the captain of our salvation, perfect through sufferings, tempted at all points, like as we are yet without sin. He was for 15, but then he did not stay there. How high did he go? Some will say, well, the man, Christ Jesus, that body of flesh and bone, because his blood was shed on Calvary, is now standing at the right hand of God or seated at the right hand of God in that position. And that's where he sits. And the father sits on the throne which is the Lord Jehovah, making a second person of the Godhead. Well, the only problem with that is, is that Jesus is set down in the throne, not beside it. Revelation 3.21. Jesus said, even as I overcame and him set, S-E-T, down with my father in his throne, not beside it, not around it, in it. Now, those that have a true, gut level uh, uh, inside them, a personal uh, pressing toward the mark that there's a hunger there for truth are not buying that you cannot know God in some mysterious trinity that somehow is one. And they're the ones that's asking questions. And when they seek God with all their heart and diligently seek him, they're going to find him and they're coming out into the true and real Jesus. Now we have four books on the Godhead that are easily an ebook download at dennisbeard.org and going into detail and explaining how God works salvation in and of himself alone. How Christ is Christ. How Christ the Spirit is Christ the man, not a second person of the Godhead. And it's so simple when you see it. You think, oh, well, God must have really loved us in order to make himself of no reputation and humble himself, the father of glory, to humble himself, to be manifest in a body of flesh and blood as the son of God. By doing that, God sent forth his son, not the spirit senior saying to spirit junior, go down and die for the sin of the world. There's no scripture for that. But how did he do it? Well, in the fullness of time, God sent forth his son. Galatians 4, verse 4, made of a woman. Well, that's how he did it. The word, that spirit, was made flesh. That is good made. Not transmuted into flesh, and flesh did not transmute into spirit. There's no transmutation there. That which is flesh is flesh. That which is spirit is spirit. And flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. And therefore, Jesus, who took on a body of flesh and blood, just like us, in Hebrews two, for as much then as the children are protectors of flesh and blood, he himself, God himself, likewise took part of the same. It's stated there in all things he was made like unto his brethren, and he's not ashamed to call us brother because we're all of one. It states in Hebrews four fifteen he's tempted in all points, not the spirit; spirit can't be tempted. But remember, he's made himself of no reputation. That is, laid aside his glory, made void that that he will not work his spirit, only work as a man. So he makes himself of no reputation simply because by one man's disobedience, same came to the world, that's by sin. Therefore, by one man, the man Christ Jesus, shall my servant make many righteous as the offenses of one, of one man, so also is the free gift of one, one man. A man lost it. Only a man can reconcile us back. That's Jesus Christ, who is the Father, the Lord, Jehovah God Almighty, the Christ, that spirit, that's born in the city of David. Luke tells us that. born in the city of David. Who is he? Christ, the Lord. Who is Christ, the Father of glory? Who's the Lord? the Lord, God Almighty, Jesus Christ. He's Emmanuel, God with us, not son of God with us, God with us. And that's what's being revealed. So we want to earnestly contend for that faith that was once delivered to the saints, come back to the true knowledge of God, just as Hosea and 6 verse 1 tells us very plainly, come and let us return to the Lord. For he hath torn, he will heal us. He has smitten, he will bind us up. Why is he doing that? Because when judgments are in the earth, men will learn righteousness. But there's others that have pleasure in unrighteousness. They have pleasure in argumenting and denying that Jesus is the Lord God Almighty, the Father of glory. They take pleasure in that. Second Thessalonians, the second chapter states that. And... somebody says, well, why do you just keep rambling these scriptures? Ramble? You haven't read the word of God then. Those that have read the word of God and those that have charity and rejoicing in the truth, they can break it down and have the full knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. They understand the anointing is the spirit and the anointed is the man Christ Jesus, which is one and the same. They're not deceived they know who he is. But the ones that scratch your head and go, "Eh, I don't see it. They just don't get it. They're the ones that do not have the revelation. The revelation of Jesus, very simply, bottom line is that Jesus Christ is the father in the days of his flesh, took on a body of flesh and blood revealed in a humble state of a man. But then after he fulfilled the law as a man, not as the God-man, but as a man, emptied out of glory, working only as a man, just like us, and under the law, as stated in Galatians 4, verse 4, in the fullness of time, God sent forth his son, made of a woman, made in under the law, to fulfill the law, to redeem us that were under the law. But after he does that, tempts at all points like as we are, yet without sin, shedding his own blood, make the capital bar our salvation perfect through sufferings. He takes the ordinances of that law that he's under as a man and nails it to his cross. What happens then? What happens when he nails it to his cross? Well, he breaks down the middle wall of partition, that parted spirit that he is, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory, from mankind, in his own body of flesh and blood, he broke down that wall in his own body, for God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself. Well God is Christ, Christ was in Christ, reconciling the world to Christ. That's true, second corinthians five nineteen God was in Christ, Christ is God, but then he made himself a body of flesh and blood as the anointed the man, and that is. Christ, the spirit, God, was manifest in the flesh. 1 Timothy 3.16. He was seen, he was justified in the spirit, seen of angels. He was uh, believed on the world. He was preaching to the Gentiles, believed on the world. That's 1 Timothy 3.16. Now those that are seeking God are finding that truth. And these ecumenical councils and these synods that have based their whole doctrinal stance On a Trinity. On a Trinity, three person in one God there are they're afraid. Because they're losing members to the true God and eternal life is now being revealed over all the earth. God said he would. He said he would famish all the gods of the earth, and in that day all would know him from the least of the from the least of the greatest. For the knowledge of the glory of the Lord will cover the earth as the waters cover the seas. All will know him, not them, him. That's what he's doing now. Now, those that will not hear the truth because they're so indoctrinated and established in a false doctrine will come against the true God and eternal life, those in the true Jesus. And we see that in John 16. Because Jesus said, I have forewarned you that you should not be offended. The days come when they're going to throw you and cast you out of the synagogue, out of the churches, casting you out for evil, calling good evil and evil good. And the days will come that they will kill you and think they did God a service. Now talk about a mistaken identity. You thought you were right and you literally killed members of the body of Christ. Why? Jesus said, because they have not known the Father nor me. Have not known the Father? Well, somebody said, well, that's the Father, that's Jehovah, and me, that's Jesus, the Son of God. No, because that is plainly declared in John 10, 30, I am my Father, one, Jesus said. We're the same spirit. He is uh, the expressed image of his person. That is Hebrews 1, verse 3 and 4. And uh, Jesus stated that in John, John 8, 13, the Pharisees came and said, Jesus, you bear record yourself. Your record's not true. Somebody said, well, why don't you go to all these scriptures so you can break it down and understand who he is? Because if you can't break it down, you don't know. If you can just say, well, Jesus is the son of God, but you don't know what that is and have no knowledge of it, that he is Jesus Christ. He is the Christ. Can we break it down? Are we established in the doctrine of Christ? If we can't break down that doctrine of Christ, we don't know him. We have to know that doctrine of Christ, who he is. And that is that doctrine of Christ that we must be established in, or we will be deceived. Because Christ, that rock, is the foundation of the church, Matthew 16. When Jesus asked his disciples, who do men say that I son of man am? Well, Peter said, thou art the Christ. Not just the uh, son of man, but who do you say I am? Thou art the Christ. You are the Christ, not a Christ. You are the Christ, the son of the living God. You're that anointed one that is the father revealed, the Lord, the Christ manifest in flesh. You are that anointing, the spirit, Revealed in a body of flesh and blood as the anointed. That's the Messiah. That Jesus stated that thou art Peter. And upon this rock I'll build my church. That's the whole foundation of the church. So if the devil, Satan himself, that subtlety moved that foundation over to where we have some kind of a mystery. We can't know him because there's three persons in one God. Then we denied. The only Lord God. There's only one. Jude said it was. You've turned the grace of our Lord into lasciviousness, denying the only Lord God. Peter said the same thing in Second Peter, the second chapter, verse one through three. He said it. They're bringing in perverse things. uh, These damnable heresies, denying the only Lord God, the God that bought them. They're having pleasure in unrighteousness, as Paul stated. In 2 Thessalonians, the second chapter. So we're returning to the true God and eternal life. Behold the real Jesus, who he really is. And that's the last book in your Bible. The revelation of Jesus Christ that God gave unto him to show unto his servants things and must shortly come to pass and signified by his angel John. That's the work of the ministry. But before we know, can get into the work of the ministry, and be sealed in that final apocalyptic sealing in Revelation 7. We must know the person of Jesus in Revelation eight. If we don't know the person, we certainly cannot know his work. We must know the person. Who At one person. Not three persons. One person. And we believe in one God? You do well. The devils believe in one God and they tremble. So, as we stated there... Quoting there in uh, uh, John eight thirteen on, the Pharisees just didn't get it. They came to Jesus and said Jesus you'll bear record yourself your record's not true. Jesus said no I bear record myself my record is true because I'm not alone. I am my Father that sent me. But he he breaks it down he he literally states how it works. And he said it's written in your law the testimony of two men is true. I am one that beareth witness of myself. That's the body of flesh. That's the expressed image of that singular spirit of God, the one person. You want to see that person of God? Jesus said, look at me. You're looking at him. And my father that sent me, he beareth witness of me. There's your two witnesses. They said, where is your father? They still didn't get it. They don't get it today. Well, what is that? Well, Jesus said, you're from beneath, I'm from above. You're of this world, I'm not of this world because if you had known me, who Jesus is, you would have known my father because you don't believe on me, you believe on him that sent me. That's what God testified of his son, that he is the father revealed. Jesus goes on and says there in John 8, 24, except you believe that I am he. Jesus spake these words in the treasury. No man laid hands on him because his hour was not yet come. Because Jesus said, I go my way. Whether I go, you cannot come. Where's he going? He's going back to the Father, glorified with the Father's own self. That's where he's going. Glorified with the Father's own self, just as he prayed in John 17, that Father, glorify me with thine own self. John 17, 5, where the glory had with you before the world was. That's glory. Before he made himself of no reputation to become a man. But he didn't stay a man. That man, Christ Jesus, has been glorified. How how did he go in glory? Now, that's the question. That's a question of life. That's a question of heaven and hell. Jesus stated there to those Pharisees, they said, will you kill yourself? Because you said, whether you go we cannot come. Where's he going? He's going to the Father. He's been glorified with all power in heaven and in earth, Matthew 28:18. 18. That man that you crucified has been made a quickening spirit, 1 Corinthians 15 45. That same Jesus that was crucified has been made both Lord and Christ, the Lord, Jehovah God Almighty, and Christ, the Holy Ghost, Christ in you. They can't come there. The Pharisees don't get it. Jesus states plainly to them, John 8 24 except you believe that I am he. He's broke it down, said, you're of this world. I'm not of this world. You're from beneath. I'm from above. They still didn't get it. I go my way. You can't come. He's going going to be glorified with the Father's own self. I go to my Father. What? Glorified with the Father's own self. Becoming that quickening spirit. Galatians 4, 6. God has sent forth the spirit of his son into our hearts whereby we cry, what? Have a Father because it's one of the self-same spirit. In the days of his flesh, he was the man. He had to pray the Father because he was under the law, redeeming his own human back to himself until he broke down that metal wall of partition, taking the ordinances of that law and nailing it to his cross, making one new man. That new man, Jesus Christ, is that quickening spirit. He's the Lord. And that Lord is that spirit, 2 Corinthians three seventeen. 17. Jesus stated that in John eight twenty four. except you believe that I am he, the father of glory, you shall die in your sins. You can't be any more plain, explicitly said than what Jesus stated. And in uh, John 8, 27, this they understood not that he spake of the father. They still don't understand it today. I'm going to say if you have a problem and when you don't have, you've got questions. uh, Please ask a question and please leave that to us and I will do my best to answer it. And I would recommend we have four books on the Godhead at DennisBeard.org Breaking Down Christ, the Revelation of the Son of God. That is the book, Christ, the Revelation of the Son of God. We have Behold the Real Jesus explaining the offices. We have the The Shema, Hear, O Israel, Lord of God's one Lord. That revelation of Jesus, the arrows of the Trinity. We have that book. It goes into detail on these ecumenical councils and break them down, what they believe and what the Protestant churches today believe. It's very simple. they made something very hard out of something very simple. God himself made himself of no reputation, put a self-imposed limitation upon himself, took on the form of a servant to literally fulfill that law. After he did fulfill the law as a man, not as spirit, but as a man being tempted at all points. Then he takes the ordinances of that law because he never sinned, And as a supreme sacrifice, nailed the ordinances of that law to his cross. He broke down that middle wall of partition. As long as that law was there, he had to pray to the Father because it divided even the spirit that he is from the body of flesh that he is, and he shows us the way, the truth, and the life. life. He glorified his own human back to himself as God and showed us the way, the truth, and life to do the same thing, being sanctified uh, there through the word of God. Then uh, that same Jesus that you crucified, God has made him both Lord, Jehovah God Almighty, Christ the Holy Ghost, there's only one. Then we find that, there is not another, that he is that Christ. And we see that in 1 John 2, 22. Who's a liar? But he that denied Jesus is the Christ. What is Christ? Well, he's Antichrist that has denied both the Father and the Son. How could he deny both the Father and the Son? By just saying Jesus is not the Christ. Because Christ is the Father. He is that invisible spirit of God. He's ever office of that spirit. Why has he denied the Son? Because Christ is the Son the Father revealed. One and the same Spirit. It's not another one. Is that essential for being born again? Well, 1 John 5 verse 1 said it is. Whosoever believer that Jesus is the Christ, that Spirit that was manifest and went back to Spirit, is born of God. It's just that simple. I'm going to leave you with a verse in Colossians 3.11. And it says where there were you renewed in the knowledge after the image of him that created him, as in Christ the Lord. And it says in verse 11, where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision nor uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, bar, uh, bond bound or free, watch it, but Christ is all and in all. What is Christ is all and in all? Well, what's in us? Christ in us. Well, that's the Father in us. That's the Spirit of God in us. That's the Holy Ghost in us. That is, as you see in Ephesians 4, there is one body, one spirit in whom you're calling, one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God who is above all, Father of us all. And in us all, Christ is that Father. Christ is that Son of God, the Father revealed. And now, the Spirit, that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, has been made a quickening Spirit. So God sent forth the Spirit of His Son into our hearts, whereby we cry, Have a Father. Because the Spirit of the Son, the Spirit of the Father, is one of the same, the Holy Ghost, God Almighty. There. Please visit the site, denispirit.org. There's four books there, the heirs of the Trinity. Also, Behold the Real Jesus. Here, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and Christ, the revelation of the Son of God. Four books on the Godhead going into detail, breaking down these great truths. Downloadable ebook. book I know you'll be blessed. If you have questions, please let us know, and we'll do our best to answer them. We're praying that God uh, would perfect that which is lacking in each one of us, that we all may be presented blameless at his coming, both spirit, soul, and body. There, we want you to give us a call where we can work together. Uh, there, my country code is plus one nine zero three seven four six four eight eight five. Leave a message, I'll get right back to you. There are many ministers in Africa, I haven't called back yet, but I'm there. We will get back to you. We see there's an overwhelming a response from Africa and India. God bless your hearts. You're coming into the true God and eternal life. And pray for those that the revelation will be given of Jesus Christ and the true God and eternal life. Behold the real Jesus. That's what God's doing now. Well, there again. Please call leave a message so we can work together. Plus one, that's country code 903-746-485. Well, until the next time. This is Brother Dennis Spirit Satan. Behold, the real Jesus.